This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Welcome to I Have to Call My Sister. My name is Stacy, and my name is Kayla. We're here to keep it real, tell crazy stories, talk about why you shouldn't worry about those pounds on your body, and how it's okay to sometimes feel a little cray. Let's go. Kayla, tell them the story that you just told me. Oh I know God. it's weird because you just told them, but I need you to tell it because it <laughs> is, like, the things that you think aren't funny, I think are so funny. Tell it right now. Oh, my God. Okay. So... Okay, I'll try to do like a shorter version. So Chris and I decided to like open a bank with Simply Financial. And all of a sudden, music starts playing in the background. And they're like, wait, this is an ad. <laughs> well, I know. And then I already, I already started thinking like I didn't even need to tell that part. Um, okay, so basically I had to call. I got a new card and I had to activate my card. So it says like call this number to activate your card. So I called the number and it's like we're going to send you through to a live representative, which I'm like, oh, like usually when you set up cards, I feel like you just have to like press a few numbers press and whatever. a couple code. Yeah. Buttons. Yeah. So it's like, we're going to transfer you whatever goes to the music, whatever. All of a sudden it's like, hello, and what can I help you with today? And I was like, setting up card. I, and I never know what to call them, but I just call them like a robot. Yeah. Like, like the, an automated voice. It's like an, an automated, automated voice, voice or whatever. Message. Yeah. So yeah, then yeah. like the robot was like, thank you. I will need to ask a couple of security questions. What type of account was opened? And then I was like, checkings. And then I hate that you put an S on the end of checkings. Checkings account. It's checking and savings. It's a checkings account. No, it's checking. I think you're wrong. Ugh. So then the robot's like, thank you. What is the balance in this account? And I was like, zero dollars and then i and then i did this like side thing where i where i was like well because it's a new account i don't have any money in it and then all of a sudden i heard like a chuckle and it was like <laughs> and i'm like wait and i literally just like stopped i was like is this a robot and she's like no this is a live representative and i'm like wait so then I'm literally like so, like blacking out, okay? Because I'm so confused at what is happening. So then in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. It must be like a Siri or something, right? Because Siri thinks she's like real, I feel like, right? So then she's like, would you like to set up a five-digit access code? And I, so then because I was blanking, I'm like, sure. And she goes, okay, you must not use consecutive or repeating numbers like one, 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 or one, two, three, four, five. Are you ready? And I was, I, I'm like, 
sure. Like you're because panicked. I was in. I was panicked. I was blacking out. I was. I'm like, this has to be Siri. So then she's like, okay, starting now. Then all of a sudden it goes to this like music thing, and then then a real freaking robot comes on and goes, um, uh, please say your five digit whatever. So then because I'm in full panic mode, I set a digit code that I'm pretty sure was the consecutive number thing. Like I though I'm not gonna say it because then everyone's gonna hack into my account, but like I'm pretty sure it was not a proper code. Like one, one, yeah, one. yeah. I'm like I can't tell you, but it was one, 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 one. Um. And then she's like, and then it goes back, and then she goes, "Is there anything else I can help you with today?" And I'm like, "No." And then she's like, "Thank you. Have a great day." Hangs up. Okay, I. So you're oh, telling sorry, me halfway through too. Once she said, <laughs> "This is a this is a live representative," I started going full panic mode. I put her on speakerphone and I started trying to screen record the thing. But then I'm like, "Wait, it doesn't." pick up sound when you yeah, try when to you, screen record. Well, when you do a screen record of, with a live thing happening, it won't. Like, you can screen record a video or something, but you can't screen record, like, a live thing happening. Yeah, so then I was like, it, it, this was going all through my head while this was happening. I was like, nobody is going to understand <laughs> or believe me with what is happening right now. And I know that people are just going to think I'm maybe being dramatic or, like, oh, she must have not sounded like that much. I've never, she sounded more like a robot than a freaking robot. Like she was <laughs> the quietest, most like, like, how can I help you today? Wait, like, can we was- just review something though? Okay, think of the moment Kayla was like, is this a robot? <laughs> That's okay. But, and then it's, a also, rude question. it's also humiliating the fact that I was like, checkings and um, zero dollars. Or no, and then she started with, Um, what can I help you with today? Oh, did I say this already? I was like, setting up card. (laughs) Like, that's so embarrassing that you're telling me that was a real life person. And the fact that she didn't like acknowledge it, she's for sure a robot. It had to have been a theory. It's so funny. Like, he's like, what can I help you with today? Setting up card. Setting up card. And then I was too scared to say like, why are you talking this way? Because I felt like she was like a scary robot or something. And like, I felt like she would just like respond in like a scary way. Like, what what do you mean? And and then she would like hack into my account or something. What? I don't know. I I was thinking all these things. It was the craziest experience I've so ever. So when you seen. said, "Are you a robot?" or you said, "Is this a robot?" She's like, "No, no, this is a live representative." Like that, she answered it too quick and casually. That she's probably been asked that multiple times. No, I know. And, and then also, I was no thinking, one calls it robot if it was a for you. Siri, if it was like a Siri robot, she was answering my questions too quickly, but too scripted. So Can I say like, something? Wait, no, but why are you calling it a robot? I don't understand. It's like what a pre It's like a pre-recorded voice. Uh, literally the other day at work, I said this, and this person was like, What do you mean robot? And I'm like, the the robot lady, like the the one that when you get put on hold, whatever. <laughs> and I can't remember what they called it. I, I wouldn't say like No, I don't oh, know. I'm just she... on hold with a Wait, with a let's live. See, let's see, let's see what Siri says. <gasps> hey Siri, are you a robot? Hum. I don't have an answer for that. Is there something else I can help with? Is that what the lady sounded like? No, more robot like. <laughs> Siri sounds more human like than her. Okay, wait. I'm also like scared of Siri now for some reason, and I don't know why. <laughs> Have you seen that movie um where the guy gets the phone and his like Siri will say in quotes it's not Siri becomes like his like scary ro- like she makes him like bring his phone everywhere and if he doesn't she like Oh wait. Does things? I've seen it's it with I've- the guy from like Jurassic Park. What's his name? Chris 
Wait, I feel like I've seen um, a preview for it. Is it something coming and he's like, out? Stop it! No, and no, no, no. It's already out. I've watched it. And he's like, "Stop it!" And then she, it's not like a scary movie. <laughs> oh. Like I'm making it sound scary. Oh yeah, I'm horrified. It's a comedy. It. Oh, but she, and then and then like the one scene, I was like in complete shock. She's like, so she falls in love with him, like his series. No, there is also a horror movie about this. There's they a, make it look kind of scary in the preview. No, there's a horror movie. Okay, listen, and let me tell you this the, part. Though. The robots take over. <sighs> okay, go. Okay, she's like take out my cord or whatever and then he like goes over he like takes out her cord and then he's like she's like put it back in and then he like puts it back in she's like take it out put it in take it out put it in and then she starts being like making sex noises it was like mind blowing (laughs) it was like I was in complete like Chris and I was sitting there in silence like in shock what the hell is this movie (laughs) I'm telling you like these robots but I don't know (laughs) the horror (laughs) I don't know what the horror movie was no there is a horror movie one where like we'll try and find it the phone's Scary like movie with Siri. <laughs> it's not Siri. Just Siri has an IMDb. Every movie with a robot ever in it is Siri. Stop. No, I'm making- Siri like <gasps> phone assistant is out for blood in slasher movie AMI. Yeah, I told you. Exclusive video. Hey AMI, who should I kill today? According to Hollywood, technology has been trying to kill us for decades now. Whether it's HAL 9000 or Skynet, but in a new horror film <laughs> called AMI, <laughs> it's for to- smartphones AI. <laughs> Siri, the horror movie. It's literally called Siri the horror movie. I told you. Oh my god, she's so scared. And it's funny that Siri's the star. <laughs> Have you heard the Ha 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 thing? No. Okay. Okay, go. Funniest thing you'll ever hear. Hang on. <laughs> okay. So this is like it says guy breaks Siri with hilarious nickname. Okay, it's so funny. You would like me to call you. <laughs> so Wait, isn't that so how did funny? That happen? So he writes like ha 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 ha, but you can do it with your Siri. It's the funniest thing ever. It's probably pre-recorded. No, it's Stacy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anywho, why did I just say anywho? <laughs> anywho. Um, okay, so Kayla and I are amazing at giving advice because yeah. we're pretty much therapists. If you need help, then just ask us, and we'll no, tell okay. you. We want Stacy. <laughs> We want to start doing a new segment every single week. I posted it on our story like a, like a couple weeks ago. But we want you guys to write in to I have to call my sister at gmail.com with anything. Like it can be things that you guys need advice on. We got a bunch of emails. Yeah. And we're going to we're just going to pick one a week. Okay. So if you need advice in the future and you hear this and we keep everything completely anonymous. <laughs> Okay. Except this one. No, no I'm kidding. but I also oh, you made that joke another time. I um, know I did, and then I got embarrassed right after. <laughs> <laughs> like immediately after, like I was my face went dead serious. <laughs> oh my god! And then, and then in my head, I thought, oh, she'll just cut it. No, but like you know, I no, won't. you, know you I cut won't. that. No, 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 no. <laughs> Okay, also, we're blind reading these, as in, like, we've never read it before, so I have no idea what is about to happen. So bear with us, okay. Oh no, I'm in a mood where like I feel like I'm gonna start laughing at anything and even like this might be serious or or sad, I know. Okay. Hey. Okay, so we are supposed to get married at the end of August. My fiance is the most chill person ever. Like it's annoying sometimes. So he's fine with whatever. So just so unbelievably supportive all the time. 
but I'm a top-notch control freak and need to plan everything. I've been having a hard time letting go and figuring out what to do. We've been together for eight years and engaged for almost two. If we make it a small wedding, it's romantic, but the vibe is less party, more chill. We also risk putting people in an uncomfortable position of choosing between possibly risking getting sick, which we obviously don't want. I've already bought my dress, sent out the save the dates, and put deposits down. Oh, that's the worst. We are able to extend the date so we don't lose our tent deposit, which is what I was concerned concerned about we also have been talking about having a baby and buying a house soon too so tell me tell me what to do keep the date or extend it have a baby and wait for the wedding this is too much this is too big of a question okay well it's so funny because the whole question like the whole minute long was like describing the wedding whatever and then she just decided to just throw in like should i have a baby i have a baby i thought the advice was gonna be like what do i do about the tent deposit next thing you know i have to call my sister telling you when to get married (laughs) and and when to have a baby when to give birth okay Okay, but don't worry because guess what we're always right, and we'll tell, <laughs> and we will tell you exactly what to do. Oh, okay. sorry, I love this too. It says XOXO, confused bride. That's okay. great. That's great. So to start out, I feel like, wait, we've never discussed this. Okay, I mean you, I like don't I don't like care for weddings. I love attending them. I hate. I do not want to get married. Like it's not interesting to me. Do you? Not in the slightest do I want to have a oh. wedding. I think it's the biggest waste of oh, money. Okay, okay, okay. So we're on the same page. I love like the part. I love I going think to weddings. Weddings are the most fun event for sure of all time. For sure, I love singing at weddings. I don't know if people know that I do that. Like I'm like a lot of the time the performer yeah, at yeah, the yeah. wedding. I'm like getting the party going. I love weddings, but not under my dollar. No, okay. <laughs> like I don't want to okay. pay for it. So basically, the question here is if she should um, make the wedding smaller or. I don't get the question. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> it's COVID. You have to you have to push the date back. There's no like it's not fair to everybody. One, you just won't have people come to it. And yeah. two, you don't want to put pressure under people. Like COVID's not done yet. So and you, you have, have to like wear masks still at the yes, wedding? Yes. Yes. So it's like Ugh. you're gonna have to wear masks. So like push it as far as possible. So I just yes. had somebody today, this is funny because I'm on the other side of the wedding. They gave me a deposit last year to be the because I when I'm hired for a wedding, they ask me like how much my deposit fee is. They have to pay me 50%. If it gets canceled, I get to keep that 50%. Whoa. Um but this is a very unfortunate situation for like the bride who hired me. Yeah. And so I am not mean. And I said, like, you can keep that deposit for when we actually do it. Like, yeah, I'm not going to yeah, just yeah. take it and then you have to repay yeah. me or whatever. But she keeps having to push her wedding, push her wedding, push her wedding. And I'm OK with that. But if she schedules it on a day that I can't do it, then technically I'm not supposed to give the deposit back. I probably will because I'll feel bad. But anyway. But I don't understand if she pushes it back, does she lose her deposits? Yes. If, if you're not losing any money, to me, you should 100% extend it. I know it sucks so bad. I'm in a wedding coming up soon that she has extended her wedding. Shout out, Alex. <laughs> she's extended it. And like, but now she's at, but I get it because now she's at the point where she's like, screw it. Like, I am literally going to have the wedding whether I have to, like, cut people or not and then also too though you're saying that the wedding that it'll be more romantic but less like fun you the people that you do have i feel like can still make it so fun and that all determines on the music the food 
What's the third thing? Oh, music, food, and alcohol. Oh, okay. Have those three things wait, and your wedding doesn't matter. But see, matter. this is such a weird subject because in my head, I'm like, nobody should be having a wedding during COVID. And I'm not trying to make everybody feel yeah. bad about this. But it's like, they're like, oh, but I don't want to lose my deposit. And it's like, if you're going to lose $5,000, say that's a lot of money. Yeah. But you're spending unnecessary money. It's not going to be fun during COVID. Like, just wait. You've already been in the, the, a relationship with this guy for 10 years. No, like, but you years. can have a small COVID wedding. I know, but that's not that won't be as fun it won't be as fun it okay, won't but i feel for, i feel so bad for all the people that are getting married during covid because they don't have another option yeah, there are other options they don't get married during can COVID. you imagine losing five thousand dollars no i know but she's gonna have to spend so much more money right now for, for the rest of the wedding to actually make it happen oh my god i'm getting so stressed out for you like writer <laughs> Like the person that wrote it. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. I know. I know so this is hard. Out I know I, this is hard. But you're gonna uh, like, like, okay. Here's the thing. You probably won't regret your day unless someone got COVID at the wedding. That would be horrible. <gasps> but I'm just saying, like, I'm just saying, like, you will have fun when it's not during COVID. I would not have fun at a wedding if I had to wear a mask. Like, I know it what sucks. If you're just saying five thousand dollars. What if the tent is like twenty thousand dollars? That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what's our advice? We need to know the dollar amount. Wait, what's our advice? Yeah, okay. Please it's like, write it's like, in with the dollar like amount and then we'll make our decision. Tell us exactly how much money you would lose. Okay, so we'll say 5000 under, lose no. it, extend it. No, because Over listen, 5, 000, no, listen to this though, because it. even if she has to spend... Okay, so just say that she's lost $5,000 of deposits and yeah. she's like, okay, I'm going forward with the wedding. Or so, so she keeps her deposits yeah. and her wedding costs her five more, ten more thousand dollars. You're now spending $15,000 for a wedding or forty or 50000 or however many thousand you're deciding to spend on this wedding for this day where like tw- 20 people have to wear masks and watch you and then they actually just want to go home because they can't <gasps> eat at the place. Because, the, you, oh what, you're supposed to eat at the place and lift your mask up and potentially be catching and giving COVID to everybody and like, not, like do you know what I mean? It's no, too I stressful. Know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So I would spend 5000 or 10000 maybe yeah. even to not have it now because like it's a way you've been together for eight years. Like don't... Yeah, like, like why does it have to be this one time during your, a pandemic? Your $5,000 that you lose or $10,000 that you lose is horrible. We If Kayla and I lost... No, like I can't even like it's making me like so upset. Like if Kayla and I lost fifty dollars, yeah, I lost it at the casino the one time, and she's never. That was when you were what like eighteen, and I actually didn't even lose anything because I just like won it and then lost my (laughs) money. She's still mad about it. it. So it's not like we're like oh lose the money. Like we're just being so casual about it. We're actually saying it. I'm just saying like you know that money one day will be worth it to lose. I know, and if you're gonna invest this much money already, then just like take it as a loss oh i don't i, hate I don't know if this it. makes people feel better or worse <gasps> oh my god what is our advice have the baby <laughs> <laughs> actually though she could just like just push the, the wedding have the baby nobody does things traditionally anymore well maybe a they wedding, do and i'm just a wedding it. is an expensive party that is supposed to be so fun and you're putting all this money into this expensive party because it's worth it during covid it's not have the baby make that your next step in your life like that's so cool that is something that you can totally stay at home for <laughs> my god <laughs> and you can like be with your baby yeah and like raise it it's like crying and stuff but like you're forced to stay home to keep it and not crying and also just know that planning a wedding sucks and then on top of it you have a stupid pandemic and it just sucks and everything sucks and everyone's going through it but our advice to you extend the wedding lose thousands of dollars and have a baby yes (laughs) 
And in the end, she'll forget about the thousands of dollars and she'll have a baby. Maybe like this. And then you're going to have the most epic wedding yeah. ever. You're going to have all the alcohol, all the food, all the music, and everyone's going to be together again. And actually think of this. We're going like way too long in this segment. Yeah. But think like of she this. got the advice. When, when I'm just like picturing this, like COVID's over and then everyone just gets to be together at, without masks. It's the most dancing. epic wedding ever. Because you know now these events are literally going to go down in history in our minds. Like yeah. these are going to be the most epic events. So, like, do you want just like a like a mediocre mask mediocre event? Mediocre mask event or like an epic yeah. dubstep? Dubstep? I don't know. I was trying dubstep to Dubstep is epic. like 10 years ago. I know. And that was like the most fun I've ever had that one time we went to that dubstep. Matt McClain. It was Matt McClain, <laughs> it was Matt McClain and <laughs> Natasha Oliver's second note. Anyway. That was the, the best music selection I've I know, ever heard in my life. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So that is our advice. So if you'd like some more of that epic, awesome, no, people are not going to be too stressed to send it in because we probably just made it worse. Oh my god! Please just send in questions. I swear we'll answer it good. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. There is this skincare line that Kayla and I started using, and it's called Face Addiction. It addresses all skin concerns, and it's something that you would like expect from a professional spa line. It smells amazing. That's the first thing that we notice. And it's free of chemical preservatives. My mom will be so happy. That's one thing I did not care about as a younger person. And now I realize like why it's so important. Face Addiction line has been formulated to work in harmony with each other in order to treat any skin type. And the best part is they have a green commitment. So their packaging, amount of travel they do for delivery to like even the place the products are manufactured, it's all amazing for our planet. These are the people that are changing the world. Face Addiction. You can go to www.faceaddiction.ca and order this amazing product. And guess what? If you use the code SIBLINGS, then you get 15% off your entire order. Sorry, fun. I feel like I haven't done that voice in so long. It was so fun. Like, I just loved it. Now let's get to the episode. We literally thought of this right before we started recording. And then we got like so excited to do it. I have no idea if it's going to be fun or not. But there are things that Kayla have. There are things that Kayla has gone through in her life. And there are things that can I can I speak today or no? Like I'm, <laughs> like I'm literally like I feel like my mouth is frozen. Okay, like I okay, went to the okay, dentist. Okay. Reset. Go. There are things in Kayla's life <laughs> <laughs> that she has done. That I have no idea. Like, when I think about it, I'm like, wait, I don't actually know how that works. Yeah, and same as you. The same as me. Like, there are things that I do in my life that, like, Kayla just accepts. Like, oh, Stacey has a song now and a music video. Like, 
It's you don't like actually you just like go home, record it quick, and release it. Yeah, like it's there, <laughs> but like you don't actually know how to do these things. Yeah. So we wrote down on little pieces of paper because this is a fun game for us. Things that we know how to do that the other person like actually doesn't know how it's done, and we're gonna like put them in a hat, take them out, and just tell you like how it's actually done. So basically, how do you do that? <laughs> do you want me to check? Want me to go and pick yeah. one first? Ew, I hate like ASMR. Yeah, that's not ASMR. That's just a fun sound of paper in a box. Okay, first one is voiceovers. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So everybody watches like cartoons, like whatever. And I feel like you guys know, oh yeah, like they're just like in the studio recording on a microphone and then it, and then someone puts it, whatever. Okay. That's exactly what I think. But there's like a process and it's horrifying. Okay. So when you're famous and you're doing like Family Guy and you're like Seth MacFarlane who created Family Guy, like when you're famous, like, yeah, you're doing voiceovers. That's not how it works for the average like folk. So when you your kids are watching cartoons on television and stuff like those were actors who were hired. So how it happens from the beginning to end is you usually get a an email from your agent and the email from your agent. It says like, hey, Stacy. We need you to record this script and this voiceover from your home. So you're supposed to either take your microphone that you have or your cell phone or whatever. But it's so awkward because you receive a script and you're only supposed to read your side of the lines. So just say it's like, hey, how are you today? What are you doing? And the other person's like, I'm going to the park. Oh, that's cool. All you have to say is, hey, how are you doing today? (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Like you just say your side. You have to pause. You have to pause in between each one. And do they tell you how to read it? It'll give you a description of the character and it'll be like, Sally is a 20 to 30 year old female playing a 16 year old and she loves life and she's kind of quirky. And sometimes they'll say something like, think Kristen Wiig or da 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 da. Like they'll give you like a celebrity example. Yeah. And then you have to take your best interpretation. And you have to be like, and the, oh, and then you have to do a slate at the beginning. It's so embarrassing. You go, hi, my name is Stacy K. Hey, where are you going today? Oh, that's cool. Like you have to, go, like you're literally sitting by yourself doing this thing. Okay. Oh my god. You send in your thing, and then you don't get a call because I've done probably a thousand of them. So they don't say like, hey, sir, you didn't get the part. No, when you don't get the part, you don't know. It, like they do not tell you you didn't get the part. So you yeah. just have to like send them. So in the beginning, I'd be like planning on getting this part and like when I'm going to record it and if I'm going to move to Los Angeles like every time I had one now literally you can get like a thousand of these things like it's so funny because every voiceover is different so sometimes it'll be like for a commercial like a lot of them are for commercials they don't hire famous people to do voiceovers on commercials yeah so it'll be for like um like a bank or whatever so let's call it like bank of dollar dollars and I'll be like bank of dollar dollars is the craziest place you've ever been today we want to give you the price of a lifetime or like whatever but you have to pick the voice that you're going to do it and like what sometimes it's like commercial voice not too conversational but not too robotic or like whatever like it's horrifying so you send them it so just say you get the part now you have to re-record that pre-covid time you'd go into their studio and you'd go do it now i can do it from home and i'm lucky because i know how to do a podcast and stuff now i have all the audio set up so sometimes i get hired because i have the audio set up at home yeah so there are like think like for example i'm going to be on this show called go dog go coming out it's on netflix but it's in like months from now because i'm on one of the later episodes but i'm like this pop singer who's a corgi like i'm a dog i'm a corgi i'm like this cool it's like i'm but my character is she's as sweet as taylor swift's 
when she talks, but as sassy as Ariana Grande when she sings. I feel like this is literally your forte because you can just like do any voices that you want. But I've auditioned for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and yeah. I've gotten like four or five. Or yeah. whatever. Well, no, probably like 10 now. But yeah, but and 10 is a lot because you get paid lots of money for these things. That's so cool. And another I thing like I, w- I would like that, too, because you could just be by yourself doing it. Right. And you can like because well, I know you're not. Like, sorry. Sorry. You're not by yourself doing it. Why? Pre-COVID, there's like 10 people watching you. Oh, that's humiliating. Post, like during COVID, you have to do a Zoom call with 10 people watching you. While you're doing the voice. While you're doing the voice. <gasps> it's horrifying. I feel like I could do like, I could be in a cartoon. Like, um, like what? I don't know. Give well, me didn't you say you don't think you're going to No, but I could be like a Disney. Okay, okay, okay. So you're going to say, um... <clears throat> Oh my god, I'm already nervous. Okay, <laughs> and picture ten like no, weird I know. like men and women watching you over okay, okay, like Zoom. Okay, okay, I'm gonna give you a breakdown right now. Okay, so you are a um, <sighs> girl who is the bully in class. The 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 story is that it's all cartoon bears. You're are a, you giving a fake one? Or I'm giving a fake one. one. No, I'm giving a fake one. Cartoon bears. Cartoon I'm bears. The you're the bully in class, and you're trying to take um, honey away from the other bear. The people who watch the show are ages. Four to seven. That changes your voice. Oh, my God. Do you get what I'm saying? Because if it was a teenager, it'd be different from a four to yeah. seven year old. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. this bully says the following lines. She says, um, give me that honey stick. If you don't give it to me, you don't even know what's going to happen. OK, so she's a bear. She's a bear. Oh, my God. Don't look at me. when She's I'm a bully. It. I have to. I'm the Zoom people. Go. Give me that honey stick. What? Give me that honey stick. You don't even know what's going to happen if you don't hand it over okay. or something like that. <clears throat> OK. Give me that honey stick. You. What is it? I'm forgetting because I'm blacking I'm la- out. No, but I'm laughing because okay. it's actually pretty good. Stick, what? You don't even know what's going to happen okay. if you don't hand it over. Okay, start here. Give me that honey stick. You don't even know what's going to happen if you... If you what? I'd have to be like, You'd line. be fired. I, no, I know. The lines, like, are, line. the lines are in front oh, of you. okay, okay, okay. You don't even know what happens if you don't hand it over. You don't even know what happens if you don't hand it over. I like this character. Thank you. You know who I was inspired by with that voice? Who? Binky from Arthur. That was your impression of Binky? No. He inspired me. Okay. That's really funny. It's weird, right? Oh my God, that's so crazy. That's crazy. how you do Okay, a okay, voiceover. okay. Next, next, next. Okay. Were you done? Yeah, I was done. Okay. <laughs> Giving birth. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. But wait, this is why we did this, though, is because... Kayla said to me today, she's like, do you know how to like how an epidural goes in? And I was like, yeah, like the needle in your back or whatever. Right. And she's like, the, not exactly. Like, like, there's like, more of a process with it. Yeah, I thought they just okay, like you so sit you, there. Actually, you know what's funny? I just like, can I tell because we've never told this, but like for my fir- like Monroe, I didn't have a clue. Like, remember, we said that we didn't know if baby had newborns had teeth or whatever right so yeah, we just we forgot clue, we're like how we do you brush yeah. their teeth and we forgot they didn't have teeth yeah yeah, yeah. Anyways, great, great start so, <laughs> so when i was going so i was like close to my due date i was going into labor and i started having like contractions or whatever right so wait and can so, i ask you a question yeah when you have contractions do you feel your vagina opening and closing oh god no Stays. Wait, I thought it felt like it was like opening and closing. What is a contraction? What does a contraction feel like? Are you being actually serious I'm being right now? Serious. I you thought- think your vagina is opening and closing while having a contraction. No, no, I thought a contraction meant like yeah, like it's starting to like no, open no, no, a no. bit or whatever. So take your so take your period cramps and times them by a thousand. That's one. That's so a contraction. It, a contraction literally just feels in your stomach. In your stomach, like oh. you are. But, but con- I think contractions are worse than labor. 
the, the I thought a contraction meant your vagina started opening oh and hurting. God, no. <laughs> I'm such Can an you idiot. imagine it? Just like a little mouse. That's like, what that's, ex- that's exactly no. what I thought. Absolutely. Because not. do you know why? Because they go, oh, now she's 4.6 centimeters dilated. That just means the head is coming I know, but down. I thought that's what the contraction was doing, was no, dilating no, no, no. it bigger and bigger. Well, it is, it is, but that's not, that doesn't mean the flaps of your vagina. That's what I thought was ha- That's no, what no. I thought were happening. No, so you have a contraction oh, and it's just like, it's almost like your whole like your bones inside are just like oh, like all coming together and hurting the worst pain you've ever felt. And for a guy who doesn't have their period to be like if you had to like go to the washroom so bad and and they didn't no one let you. Well, like if you have to by a million. Yeah. If you have to P O O then then it would be like no you can't go for hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started having contractions and then I was like researching how far apart your contractions have to be to actually be in labor or whatever, right? So I think I can't remember. I think it's like they have to be like 30 seconds apart or something. Okay. So at this point, you can have like, contractions like, like, and not go into labor, right? Yeah. You can have contractions for like two days and not go into labor. Crazy. So the first, so I was like, I'm so tough. Like, I'm going to get through this. And so I remember I like go into the tub because they say that makes it feel better. It wasn't helping, wasn't helping, whatever. So at the time, Stacy was, was living with mom because she knew I was going to go into labor soon. So yeah, the I was first like, time, I'm coming to Cambridge. Yeah. I had my bags packed. So the first night, it was like midnight and I called mom and I was like, I think I'm in labor. Chris was at work in the middle of the night. We were planning on calling him, but mom was on call because she knew that she would have to drive me first. Chris would meet at the hospital. Call Got mom. It. I'm like, I think I'm going to labor. We come in. Stacy's got her full <laughs> weave in, eyelashes, full makeup done. Okay. But you want to know why? James in her bag Do, Wait, can her. I tell you my thought process? Yes. I was like, pictures will be happening. Yes. Okay, the baby okay. will be born. Yes. We'll be having some photos. So I she's pack- got, she's fully done up. I also have my hair curled. <laughs> I'm looking good. I've, I've said got that makeup you. on. Like I am good. We're joking around in the car. Whatever. So and I have. Ga- I there. had games. You had games. You had a full thing of games, snacks. You're ready to go. Yeah. So we get to the hospital, and she's like, right away. They don't take me seriously, and I'm furious. Okay, because I'm like, I know I'm in labor. So I always remember the lady saying to me, "You 100 will not be smiling when you are in labor." And Stacy goes. <laughs> You don't know her. This is just how she is. And I'm like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and we're like laughing, joking around, whatever. She's like, trust me, you're not in labor. And I was like, no, I am, whatever. But I was timing my contractions and they were like yeah, on we're par not with idiots. Google, right? <laughs> so then I, so they send me back home. Go in a second time. Same thing happens. But this time, Stacy maybe didn't have her weave in, but she still had her makeup full done. So she had her eyelashes on. Weave was taken out. Hair up, looking good. Game, snacks, whatever. We go in. They're like, you're still not in labor. And they check. They're like, you're not dilated, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my freaking gosh. Like, I know that I'm in labor. Like, it hurts so bad, whatever. Then, but we're still smiling. Then we go home. <laughs> third time. No smiles. We, I'm like, mom, I'm in labor for sure. So get in the car, <laughs> Stacy. No, because is, I have gone home at this point and been like, this is not home, happening. Like, this isn't happening. We Makeup were over off. We Makeup off, eyelashes off, looks as a disaster because she's yeah. been up all night for two days. <laughs> then I'm like a disaster. It's so, like, my hair's just greasy. I'm like in full labor, not smiling. It was the worst pain I've ever felt in my entire <laughs> life. And then finally they admit me. I said, I want the epidural, but I thought that they could just give you an epidural. Yeah, me too. But no, there's a specific doctor that has to give you the epidural and he's on call. So he was probably home with his family. So I was like, I want an epidural. And they're like, okay, well then we have to call the guy or whatever, like the doctor or whatever, right? And I'm like, he's not here. And they're like, no, like, or he could be in surgery or anything. Yeah. It's not like I thought like the nurses could just give give it it to you, whatever. 
But so, I guess it's good there's a specialized guy because yeah. you could like go paralyzed, right? From it if yes. they hit the wrong thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, exactly. But at this point, I was I was reacting. I was really, really sick and like puking and stuff. And they were put me on morphine, so <laughs> like, I was like really out of it. No, you don't understand. This is just how she is. Like <laughs> I thought you were so tough. Is. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was in so much pain the last time, and I was so out of it. Whatever. And then it took like an hour to get the the guy to come and give me the epidural. Puts it in your back. I can't explain what an epidural is like because I was so out of it on like morphine or whatever. But anyways, yeah, then the pushing is the least painful part and the contractions are the worst. Next. Wow. (laughs) From voiceovers to childbirth, (laughs) what do we have next? (laughs) Okay, go. Okay. Oh, wait, let me say one more thing. Okay. Also, you give birth, you think you're done. No. So all of a sudden, (laughs) I swear to God, this is, I'm not being dramatic, okay? The guy comes in. I give birth. I'm like, okay, it's like finally done. Chris comes over. He like kisses me on the forehead. I'm like, oh, thank God. I swear to God, the doctor gets up. His one leg is fully on the bed. Like he's up, raised from the ground, sticks his full arm in me and starts punching my stomach as hard as he can. No, I'm not being, I swear to God. And I was like, I was like, Chris, Chris, Chris. And I'm holding his hand. Did he not tell you? No. Okay, picture the doctor from like the hangover. Stop it. No one warned you that he's about to do this. No. He did not say why he was going to do this. No. The man stuck his hand up your crotch and started punching. Full elbow length. Punching my stomach as hard as he can. Okay? And I'm like, Chris, 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 because it was so painful. And then he just ripped out the, oh my God, I sound so stupid. Placenta? Yes. Why is he punching your stomach? He had to get it down. So he's like pushing as hard as he can, punching. He me. didn't say, "I'm he's gonna like, get the bread," and he's up on my table with me. He's full standing on the table with me, and I, at that point, I like had tears in my eyes because it was so painful. That part. Then he did. Then if you have to. Anyone, you have to deliver the placenta after. I didn't know that. If anyone punched you in the stomach, it would be like, painful. Like Boom. on the table, like hitting me as hard as he can in the in the like. What is this called? And I was like, Chris, 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 Chris. The I was like ribs? holding his hand. Yeah, like in the ribs. Like I felt bruised after. Kayla. No, wait. I'm being dead serious. Hold on. This is the material people want to hear. It hurts so bad. Wait, I had. Are you sure everyone that happens to everyone? I don't know, or but he... he was on both legs were on his like was he anyone was crouching else like... down was like a frog else? on my table with his full forearm in my vagina, punching my stomach. Wait, was anyone in shock in the room? Chris, Chris. like came back in because he Chris was turning to look at Monroe and he came back in a panic. I was like, Chris, Chris, Chris. And he said he was standing there like in shock too. No. It was mind blowing. <laughs> Like, nobody prepares you for that. So just know if you you're in labor, like, you're going to have a baby, and then you're also going to have to deliver the placenta and, and like, punch. Like, he was, like, like, and he, <sighs> he looked, like, he he acted and looked like, what's The guy from Knocked Doc- Up? Ken Jong. Ken, Ken Jong. It was, like, him. It was mind-blowing. And then I also, because I'm, like, pro, like, do whatever you want. The first one I had an epidural. Second one I didn't. And because they couldn't get there in time, because it takes an hour. And then Leo's body was hanging out of me. And I preferred the no epidural. Wait, did he punch crazy. you next time? Uh, no, he delivered it normally. <laughs> because, because, too, I was in such panic mode after they took Leo out. That I was like, oh, God, here comes, like, the punching in the fist. And he just did it. You know what he did? He mas- he kind of massaged my stomach. Was and massaged the same doctor? It. No, different doctor. <laughs> he massaged it and pushed the placenta out. 
So the first one was just like a traumatic thing. Because yeah, yeah. I'm picturing Ken John. <laughs> like it's up so there. Funny. And he was like little too. Like just like up on the table. I know. It was so crazy. I can't breathe. <laughs> I'm tired. Oh it was crazy. I'd love to know if someone else had that happen to them. <laughs> Wait. Also, you're like, just in case anyone's about to have a baby. <laughs> This is going to happen. It only happens to you once. Yeah, well, one of two. 50% chance. <laughs> it was so crazy. I can't breathe. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> I did not know that story. It was so crazy. Okay, well, pick next. Okay, the next one is, how do you write a song from beginning to end? <laughs> Mine are so stupid compared to yours. Okay. <clears throat> You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N-Ads.com. How to write a song from beginning to end. And when I say, like, everyone knows that people can just make up a song, but what's the process from, like, the start of it to the end of it? So... You get together with some people. (laughs) No, no, no. So with me specifically, everyone's writing process is different, but I don't know how to play an instrument. And I also only know a little bit how to produce on my computer. So with me, I'm like a pop singer. All the stuff that like it's you need like a producer that's going to put it together for you on the computer and make all those like crazy cool sounds and everything. So I have to come up with the idea first and then tell the producer like what to do. But I'm not playing an instrument. So a lot of times I send things to the producers going like this. OK, I want the bass to be like this. Do 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 or like whatever. I don't even understand like how you begin to be like, OK, here's a here's a sound in my head that I want. And then here are the lyrics that I want. Like, I don't I don't get that. That's I just, I think, that. like, a, one like, of my talents or whatever. So you, you know just I mean? all of a sudden mm. just start thinking of words? Or do you think of a subject and you're like, okay, I want to I want to rap or sing about this? I like to make up the tune first. So I okay. always go, like, there'll be times where I'm just, like, sitting in bed. I'm like, oh, that would be such a cool tune and I'll record it into my phone. Oh, okay, okay. So, like, I'll, like, uh, what was the one I was doing this morning? That's what it was. So you'll do that. So I now have that tune. Okay. Now we know there's some sort of drum has to go boom, boom, ka, boom, whatever. Okay, so then and then I go maybe the oh, boom, 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 or whatever. Okay, I send okay, that okay, to okay. the producer. He creates like a karaoke track for me, basically. Now I go, okay, I have. I need to make up. Uh, every night I'm thinking about the way I go or like whatever yeah, you yeah, go yeah. okay well that sounds stupid every night I'm thinking about the way I go but maybe every night I'm thinking about the way you move or like whatever like you, yeah. you change it and then oh next I have to rhyme with move so then it's and when I'm going to the party I will groove or like whatever that was a terrible <laughs> line <laughs> every night I'm thinking about the way I move every 
<laughs> when I'm going to the party when you groove like whatever like um, so you literally just have to like like a puzzle put the yeah. song together like a puzzle but do you ever get Mark to record instruments with you? yeah sometimes but the th- with my kind of music though it's like it's all computer generated basically right yeah. So anyway, but then this is the crazy part is that so now I have this like song um, that I've written, but now here's where it gets expensive. <clears throat> my throat was still hurting from laughing from your story. Oh so so what people don't understand is, OK, uh, for my album that I had a couple of years ago, I got a grant from the government. You can apply for music grants for um, twenty thousand dollars and it did not cover the, the album. Oh like God. that that paid for some of it. Yeah. So you have to pay for each song. You have to pay the producer to to produce it for you. You have to record your vocals. You have to have somebody like make those vocals sound like the ra- the radio ready vocals that everybody's used to hearing. You have to then get that song produced and, and then the producer will send it back to you and you go, okay, I don't really like that kind of bass guitar you use. So can you use a different one? That's what I like to do. Some people just let them do it. I'm like really, um, picky because yeah. with my sounds and stuff like that. Yeah. Then once that's all done, you send it to another person that you now have to pay and that person mixes the song and they make all the volumes of the song sound perfect. Then you have to pay another person after that to master the song. And what that is, is like the Instagram filter of the song. So mm-hmm. it makes the song sound like, the Ariana Grande kind of song or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to pay all these different levels of people to do their job. And then once you've paid them, now you own that song. And it's my song and I can upload it to iTunes and Spotify and all that. And I make the money off of iTunes and Spotify, whatever, which is pennies. Like you make nothing. <laughs> you make <laughs> Like literally like you can, you make like for like a million streams, you make less than a hundred dollars. Like oh it's God. it's insane. How long does it take you to write the song and think of the music? I could do it in thirty minutes sometimes. What? Yeah. Okay. I've written a song in like half an hour. So you, usually it takes four hours, we'll okay, say. Okay. So now you have the song, and then how long does it take from then to be fully done and ready? Depending on that person's schedule, um, they could produce the song the next day. It might take them like probably eight hours to do yeah. like a perfect job. Then it's the mixer takes about four hours. Then the master takes about one hour. So if you're hour. committed to literally like doing nothing else but this, from you the could beginning make a, to end probably in a. You could make a beginning to end song in about four days. Yeah. Usually it takes about four months though because yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah, schedules yeah, yeah. are different. And then you're the the thing that takes the longest is the sending back and forth. Yeah. Please change this part. Please um take out my vo- vocal on yeah, this part. Exactly. Oh, I need to add a backup vocal here. And then I also record all the backup vocals for my song too. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm in a studio or whatever now I do it at home I have to record my lead vocal that you hear and then I have to record like 40 other parts of me going ooh Ah, ah, oh, every time I'm thinking about the do, do, do. And then you have all that stuff. And then you yeah. have, yeah, it's crazy. So it's expensive and uh, it's worth it in the end because creating music is like the most fun thing ever. I, yeah. my goal is to be able to produce that song. Like I love my producers that I work with, but I would love to be able to like, it's all in my brain. I just don't physically know how to like type the things on the computer to make it yeah. happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if I did that one day, then I'd make dollar bills because I'll be writing for Beyonce. And then you wouldn't have to like. Because all you have to do is just send yeah. the song to Beyonce because I finished it myself. <clears throat> I was reading <laughs> my phone. I left it at your house the other day. And I so I went on mom's bookshelf and I found the book The Secret. It's the dumbest thing I've ever read in my you life. You read a book? Well, I, I read the first chapter. Are you serious? I was bored. I wasn't t- like I didn't have a laptop or a phone and I was bored. I can't even picture you sitting here. You didn't have a laptop? 
No, it was upstairs charging. I cannot picture you just like grabbing a book and reading it. I wasn't tired. I didn't have my cell phone. It was at your house. Like, my laptop have, like, was a bed upstairs. Light? I had a bed light to the side of the bed. Yeah. I'm in shock right now. And I read the first chapter of The Secret. It's the dumbest. Like, it is not what I, I thought it was just like this like positive thinking. It is, but they're also like, if you want a promotion or a boyfriend, all you have to do is keep thinking, boyfriend, boyfriend, and he will come. What? Like, I was like, wait, this is not what I thought it was. It's like, if you want the promotion, you have to think promotion. Like, no, money just doesn't come out of treat. Like, I know, I get what they're saying, but it was this not. This is what all I in the first chapter. Yes. Okay. And I don't understand what all the other chapters are about. <laughs> Next. Next. <sighs> Training a puppy. Do we want to talk about this? I feel like people know how to do it. Just like let him out all the time. <laughs> <laughs> If he's crying in a crate, I the first dog that I ever had, I I was so strict with training her, and she like ended up being the most vicious dog I've ever like. And I am witnessed. not strict with Effie. I never crate She's the her. best freaking dog. I never crate trained her because why would anybody not want the dog to be sleeping in their neck at yeah, all times? And I crate trained Wally, and he doesn't sleep with me, and I'm fuming about it. So do not crate train your dog. <laughs> Let Ad- him out all the advice time. Advice from Stacey Kelly. No, the one thing that blew my mind was I was like, how do you? teach the dog to not pee in the house like how will and i remember you said to me trust me they'll just know one they'll day. just do it and i was like there's it that's impossible so yeah. every time effie would have to go pee so the thing is you just let them out as much as possible like literally let them out every five minutes every five minutes and like so then they associate oh i have to pee outside yeah and then if and they you, like go girl. yeah you get <laughs> And you like give them the most. And they get so excited, yeah. they get a treat. And then if they pee in the house, you just immediately pick them up and bring them outside. Yeah. And then just one day, they just do it. They just never pee in the house. Well, it's again. the same thing as like potty training kids. That's weird to me though. Like, like how I'm like, there's do they know? No, I remember thinking, how do they know? Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna know. Do you know what that TikTok is? Wait, what is that? No. Oh yeah, nobody's, nobody's gonna, gonna know. know. They're, They're gonna, gonna know. know. <laughs> um, I remember potty training Monroe. This wasn't a question. How now, would they know? Monroe and Leo. And I'm like, there's not a chance that one day they're just going to know. Like, I felt like I'm I'm there's I'm like, they're going to be in diapers forever. One day they just do it. They just know. It's insane. Nobody's going to know. <laughs> they're going to okay. know. Audition for a musical. Oh, OK. This is the most horrifying thing I've ever done in my entire life. OK, so you go and watch your musicals and you're like, yay, what a fun song and dance. These people are performing for me. They're on the stage. Just know there's about 500 people that are like probably cried because they didn't get the part. Do you know what I have to do when I have to go to an audition? Well, I feel like you have to like practice your script and then go in and audition in front of all the people. Yeah. You don't get a script. Um, What? No. They you have to bring this binder and this binder has all of your sheet music in it. The most horrifying part, sometimes they'll give you a script on the day and you just have to cold read it, it's called. So you just, you've never read it before and you get like... 20 seconds to quickly look it over and you have to decide like how you're going to read that out loud in front of everybody what it usually is and i don't know why they do this it's always the biggest most echoey large empty room you've ever been in and there are people sitting at a table there are like six people sitting at a table staring at you when you walk in the door that is the most awkward part of the whole thing you walk in and you have to be like hi how are you guys doing and then they all they're all like testing you at that time and then they're all like staring at you as you're walking in and they always say like don't worry the people on the panel like they're just as nervous as you they want to find the person for the role it's there's like, no, no way there's no as nervous as you. like yeah i know they want to find the part but like they sitting there is nothing like no. they just get to sit there and judge people so you walk in i you have to go to the piano player 
first, but it's awkward because you are like, hi, um, and then like you don't know like if you should say more. I always talk way too much. I'll be yeah. like, hey guys, Chris and Dale, they're right. And, like that's too much. Yeah. And so then you're supposed to go to the piano player. You're not supposed to put your butt to them. You have to like stand the right way at the piano so that you're not standing in like an unflattering position. Like it's so mess. You say to the piano player, you have to quickly explain to them how to play the song. Like in two seconds. They I just snap my fingers. No. How, they just, it's the first time they're ever seeing <laughs> a sheet. Nobody's going to know. How do they how, know? <laughs> how would they know? No, it's, it's the first time they're seeing a sheet. How, how, like they don't, if they don't, if they don't know the song. But didn't they give you the book? No. You choose what you're going to sing. Oh. So you, ha- so just say like, I'm deciding to sing. Like what's a musical theater song that you know? Like, um, somewhere over okay. the rainbow. You now have to just trust that the piano player is going to play it correctly. Half the time they do, half the time they don't. What do you do when they don't? Very, very awkward. So you stand in the middle of the room. This is not where you talk to them yet. And then you go, um, okay, so my first song I'm going to be singing is Somewhere Over the Rainbow. And then you look at the piano player, give them a little nod. They start playing and it's, I'm full shaking. I now am like confident and this is my life and this is my career. I am full sweating, shaking at auditions because it's the most uncomfortable situation of your life. And you try to like interact with them, but they're just staring at you sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, and then sounds like a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. And then they go, okay, can you read the script now for us? The one you've never read before. And you have to do the most embarrassing thing, which is called acting. I know I'm an actress, but it is the dumbest, most embarrassing thing when you think about it. I'm just yeah. like pretending to be a weird character. And is there someone in there with you to do the other lines? Or the no, person just... sitting at the table will read the oh, other lines. okay, okay. So if it's like a serious part, it's so embarrassing. Because you'd be like, I'm sick and tired of all your bullcrap. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. And you have to like... Look at the Have you ever that- like fake cried in an in an audition? No, I got in trouble once in a show though. That was the only one that couldn't fake cry. And then Oh, I remember this. Do you remember the what happened though? Kayla, I was in a show and everybody was so good at fake crying and I I could not cry. And I remember I got in an argument with the director and I said, why um, in acting does drama and being upset have to be with tears? I said, like, can't people get upset in different ways? I know people in real, like, I'm like, you shouldn't talk back to your director, by the way. But, like, I just was, like, trying to justify why I couldn't fake cry. Everyone was sitting there bawling. They could just do it on the spot. And I was like, I know people who don't cry when they're mad. Can't I pick a different emotion? And he's like, crying looks better. And then this assistant director came over to me, whispered in my ear, imagine your sister was dead. (gasps) And I was like... I'm sorry, what? And I, I literally stopped the scene and he's like, imagine your sister was dead. Oh my and he, gosh. And then I was like, uh, he just told me to imagine my sister was <laughs> dead. Like and then him. the director was like, uh, no, maybe that's going a little bit too far. But the guy thought it was like such a good tactic to get me to cry. Did you cry? No, I was fuming after that. <laughs> I, 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 just, it's like I like so crossed angry. my arms in the scene after that. I was so mad. <laughs> And oh then and then we went on like it, it turned into like a really professional performance and I would be full laughing at that part every time people thought I remember you people thought that. I was sobbing because I my head so my head, so it looked like I was crying I figured it out but they staged it so that my back was to the audience because <laughs> I was that I was the only one that couldn't cry oh my gosh okay next one teach a child to read <laughs> okay this one confuses me so much genuinely and this isn't me telling you how to teach them how to read because i don't freaking know so (laughs) like okay wait are they supposed to be able to read before they go to kindergarten like they should yeah know a few words here and there no 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 not before a few words here and there like they go to kindergarten like hi or spell their name spell their name okay that's not reading but no not reading sorry like maybe they should print letters 
They shouldn't know how to read in JK. No. Okay. So what I'm saying is, so so it's not your responsibility. It's like the teachers. No, but you should get them, them familiar with like letters and okay. this, try to do sounds. Say hi. But what I don't understand is. Like, so Monroe right now, he can read, but then there'll be, like, silent letters. How, how do they know? <laughs> how do you know how to teach when when a letter's silent and when it's not? This is why people who don't speak English and then learn English, I'm mind blown by. Well, this is why people... Well, there's, are there silent letters in other languages? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I think of like in French, like say, like C E S T. There's no S, but Monroe will be like cest. But like, and then you can't make sense. No, you're wrong, Monroe, because he is doing a good job at sounding it out. He's sounding it out perfectly, but it's the silent letter. How do they know? (laughs) I know what you're saying. Like, I, but I, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna know. It's it's like one day, just what it happens. Like, how do we know how to read? I don't know. Or and like speak, Monroe, how Monroe do we know all the big words? Like, is it all, is it purely just memorization? And we're just like talking so fluently, and like don't even have to think about it. And but now you, I'm blacking out and like feeling like I can't speak. <laughs> but like Monroe, I, it's so hard because he'll be reading and say he struggles on a word that's silent. He sounds it out perfectly, and I'm like, no, Monroe, that is really good. You sounded it out perfectly, but that's not the word because this is a silent. I think it's memorization. Eventually, he'll memorize it. Or maybe there is like an actual way to teach it. And we're just like, we just don't know. Yeah, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how to teach your kids how to read. Okay, well, pick next. The, la- the very last question we have. How to record a podcast. We don't even know what we're doing. <laughs> I have to call my sister. When you rate, review, subscribe, it helps us out. Cause we love what we do without a doubt. So we wanna thank you for taking the time, Mo. So here we go, we bustin', we bustin' around, Mo. This is our podcast, we're here to stay. My name is Kayla, this is Stacy K. Okay, that, uh. I have to come, sister. Hey, hey, you there? Kayla, stop. You heard it here first. Okay, never mind. We're not doing the rap anymore. It here first. Oh, my God. That's what I'm talking about. Hey-ho.